0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Farmers and ranchers are expected to bring home about 10% more net income this year, That's the word from USDA's latest farm income forecast. In figures released today, the Economic Research Service projected 2019 net farm income at $69.4 billion, a 10% increase over 2018 estimates. If realized, the number would represent the second increase in net farm income since record highs in 2013. On a webcast rolling out the numbers today, ERS senior economist Kerry Litkowski said this probably reflects a new normal better than the soaring figures from earlier this decade.
1: Once we can get away from discussing what happened in those peak years of farm income, our focus is going to be shifting away from that and start looking at income more relative to the years after the large uptick in that farm income. But farm income is largely cyclical, you know, know, maybe not on a real predictable pattern, but, you know, it is always changing.
0: The increase in net farm income is largely driven by expected jumps in crop and livestock receipts, but offset by increased expenses and decreased government payments.
1: Across 2009 and 2017, net indemnities and government payments as a share of net farm income has averaged 19 percent. This share is forecast to increase a little in both 2018 and 2019 to 26 percent in 18 and 22 percent in 19.
0: More on the subject in our story on agripulse.com. The Trump administration is set to move forward with delisting the gray wolf as an endangered species. The Fish and Wildlife Service plans to publish a delisting rule in the Federal Register, the first step on the road to giving states management authority over the wolf. The move was cheered by livestock groups like the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. NCBA President Jennifer Houston joined Public Lands Council President Bob Skinner in calling the gray wolf's recovery a conservation success story that led the species to reach stable levels. But environmental groups say the wolf hasn't recovered at all and call the action a death sentence for gray wolves across the country. Center for Biological Diversity Senior Attorney Colette Adkins said the organization plans to take the matter to the court system. For a deeper dive, check out the story by Steve Davies on agripulse.com. The Department of Agriculture is out with new measures to prevent African swine fever from surfacing in the United States. The plans involve 60 new beagle teams for the Customs and Border Patrol and stronger enforcement of feed safety and biosecurity protocols. The plan also calls for work with Canada and Mexico to develop a coordinated North American approach to preventing the disease. ASF has been detected in Asia and Europe in the last year, taking a major bite out of China's pork production. There's no dispute about the desire for an infrastructure package in Congress, but disagreements begin about just how to pay for it. House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee Chair Peter DeFazio of Oregon said today shifting from a gas tax system to a vehicle miles traveled system would present challenges in rural communities.
2: If you can do it fairly, uh, you have to do it with, uh, with real-time pricing, congestion pricing, because someone who drives 25 miles to the feed store in a rural area is not contributing to deterioration or congestion. Someone who jumps on 205 in Portland is. Uh, they shouldn't pay the same per-mile fee, and there is a little bit of concern among people, particularly in my rural areas, about the government tracking uh, their movements. So we've got to work our way through that. But if we do a nationwide pilot in uh, 10 or 12 years, we will be ready to
0: move there. Tom Donahue is the CEO of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. He says there might be support for a gas tax hike.
3: Everything has to start someplace. And the starting someplace is to increase the fuel tax to do roads, bridges, and forms of transit. You're going to have to have the support for that as well in the states. And I believe you'll get it. Then when you come to the major projects that are specific to individual states, airports, ports, uh, the the dredging, the water projects, all of that.
0: Tafazio and Donahue both made their remarks before the House Ways and Means Committee today. That's the panel that would play a big role in funding a potential infrastructure package in Congress. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more on agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.